Hello, and welcome to the Kingdom Corner Podcast, where you can propel your faith into even deeper levels as we discuss how to live the kingdom culture on earth as it is in heaven, just as Jesus prayed. Here's your host, the great Matt Geib. Good day. This is uh, Matthew Geib here with you once again in the year 2022, the new year, with uh, our first podcast this year. And as promised uh, last time, we were going to do some new things here on the Kingdom Corner podcast. Uh, I'm so excited about these things because um, when I started this podcast two and a half years ago, uh, I'm a teacher at heart. That's what I do. I just wanted to teach God's Word, and I still want to do that. But over the last oh year and a half or so, God has just really uh, put on my heart that one of my main callings as a teacher and as a being in the church for over 40 years, was to bring up and help other people, to push other people forward. And I just wanted to share real quick, having said that, the group that um, I'm with uh, in a school, along with the the young lady that's going to come on here in a minute, um, uh, I remember when I first ran into the uh, apostle there, his name is Tyler Frick, he's, he's interviewed with me before, he... Um, gave me a word, and the word was that God was going to make me like a ladder that people could climb up further into God and into His presence. And, you know, maybe 40 years ago, 30 years ago, when I first started teaching and preaching, I would have just said, oh, that's not for me. I would have been lifted up in pride. But anymore now, uh, my heart is, I just want to push people forward. Having said that, today, like I said, we're starting something new. Uh, these podcasts for 2022 are going to involve um, me helping other people move forward. Uh, I'd like to do at least one, maybe two interviews a month, because we're on um, several times, like four times a month usually. So with that said, I'm going to introduce a young lady from—I'm in— uh, Seattle, Washington area, 40 miles. And this young lady is in the other part of the state, maybe four hours from me, uh, in what I call Eastern Washington, in a little town um, my wife knows pretty well called Sunnyside, Washington. And I want to introduce to you Venus Rodriguez uh, from Sunnyside, Washington. And she, I got to know her through this school, King's Company uh, School. Um, and so here she is. I'm going to just let her introduce herself, and then I'll have some questions, a few questions, and then we're going to let her teach. So hello, Venus. Are you with Hello, folks. This is the great Matt Guybe here from the Kingdom Corner podcast. And I just wanted to intervene here and kind of just add an addendum to this day's podcast on purpose by my young friend, Venus. And that is to say this is, this is really the second podcast of the year. Because when we were in studio doing this, we had some technical difficulties. And that day, I actually did two podcasts. And the first one of the year was really by my young friend also, Jose, which was his testimony. So I just want to make you aware of that. The, this one on purpose by Venus Rodriguez is actually the second podcast of 2022. I hope you're blessed listening to it as much as I was. With us. Yes, I am. Blessings to every one of you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, my name is Venus. So, Rodriguez. tell us a little bit about tell us a little bit about yourself. 
Well, um, just like you said, Matt, thank you for calling me a young lady. <laughs> I am actually um, 46 years young. I was born and raised in Sunnyside, Washington, and uh, currently am still planted uh, in the small town uh, for God's uh, glory and to just to further his kingdom. And uh, just like you, part of my heart is to teach. Um, I believe that we're in an era where um, people need to rediscover the kingdom of God and break down the religious spirit and really understand, um, you know, their purpose, why why they were born, the call and the destiny, um, why they were placed here. And I've walked through that for some time now. Um, I've I dedicated my life and entered a relationship with Jesus uh, 20, 22 years ago. And so that's where my life truly began. And I am happily married uh, and have three children. And I have one uh, stepson. And so uh, I have many testimonies about my walk with the Lord, uh, where he brought me out of, where he delivered me and set me free and healed me. And uh, my heart is for my valley uh, to just help uh, disciple, teach, train, release, and whatever the Lord has. I'm just an available vessel. Okay, I, I just want to back up just for a second here. Could you explain for the audience a little bit, when we're talking about Washington State, um, the Sunnyside area, what that's like, how, what the big city is over by there? So um, Sunnyside is a small, a small town. It's a farming town. Um, we are actually in between two cities, which is uh, Tri-Cities and uh, Yakima. And hmm. I'm, I'm okay. straight in the middle. I'm 40 minutes each, <laughs> each way is the bigger towns. And then, like you said, um, the bigger cities would be Seattle's about three hours away from me and Spokane is about three hours away from me. So I'm in the middle of those two as well. Oh, you're right in the middle then. Yes, right we are. So now I was reading through your testimony. <clears throat> and it's interesting to me, the things you went through, you were homeless, um, just like my daughter, you had a, um, you were pregnant when you were senior in high school, so you had that challenge. And uh, it says here, you, because of your grandparents' prayers, that helped you get back or get right with the Lord, come into relationship with them. So my question when I was reading this is, you did have some background in Christianity or in the church, right? Yes. Um, my grandparents were Pente Pentecostal Christians. Um, they, uh, oh, wow. yes. <laughs> so, um, my, they actually, their background, beginning background, they were, uh, attending a Catholic church for many years. And, um, they, they migrated down over to the, to Sunnyside from Idaho and they met some people and became friends, invited them to church, and from there on, they gave their lives to the Lord and uh, were spirit-filled and prayed. I can remember my grandparents praying and reading the Bible and having their brothers and sisters in Christ over for coffee and, you know, just um, a lot of fellowship. And they were, it was Spanish, a lot of Spanish, so... Um, Right. There was there was times in my life where we were by CPS taken out of out of my home and placed into my grandparents' care. And so during those seasons of my life, 
um, we had no choice but to go to church on Sunday. That was, there was no, you're staying home. It was just like, you're going. <laughs> and so I would sit there. Right. And I'll, although I didn't understand the Spanish, like the Holy Spirit really would get a hold of me. Good, good. So I was reading through this now. I want to get into your message. You, uh, like I said, I became acquainted with uh, Venus through the King's Company School, which I've been a part of for three and a half years. Uh, I'm a teacher there. I do some coaching there. I teach on Fridays there. We have a, a class. We teach at 12 noon uh, Central Standard Time. And I was teaching most of them, but I felt like lately I wanted to elevate some other people to teach there. Um, Venus was one of the one of the first ones that has taught there. And I picked up right away. Now you tell me, uh, my thought on you is you really have a teaching gift that that's one of your callings as a teacher. What can you tell the audience? What, what's your heart on all that? Um, I believe, you know, part of, yes, that is true. Um, like I mentioned, um, I feel the need for, especially within, you know, my Valley, my region and my state, when I look at the church at a, as a whole, there's, there's some things missing and, um, discipleship is one of them. And through discipleship, there's training and teaching. And like I said, um, when we're teaching, it's really rediscovering the kingdom of God and why we were created. And so that is heavy on my heart. So, yep. All right. So we, I want you to go ahead and uh, plug your ministry page here for the people, because that's I, I did get to know you through the King's Company, through various, uh, you know, meetings we would have. But I also have lurked, because I'm a lurker on the Internet, and I would listen to your, uh, you have a Facebook ministry page. If you would tell the people about that and the details, please. Sure. Um, so I do have a personal page, Venus Rodriguez. And um, last year, the Lord, I would share a lot of stuff, obviously, on my uh, regular page and the Lord's just like, I need you to create a private ministry page because um, I'm just going to be really blunt here. He just said, I can't be throwing my pearls to swine. (laughs) And so I was just like, okay, Lord. And um, I started the ministry page. Um, I know that he had given me the word upper room. And I really feel that's for the church planning that God has us later um, on. That's something different. But as far as this ministry page, uh, because we had started a ministry in our home called Freedom Worship Nights, uh, that's something different as well, where we would have meet together once a month and worship the Lord. And so I just went ahead. If you go to Facebook and you look up Freedom Worship, that will be the page that you can uh, connect with. You can ask to be invited. So and then I would love to have you. And that's where I go live. Uh, just by the leading of the Holy Spirit, and I'll jump on and just share whatever the Lord has me to share on that day. So what we'll do, um, we'll have show notes, and we'll put all that in the show notes along with the an outline of what you're going to speak on today. So having said that, we went waxed a little bit long here, but that's okay. I want to turn this over now because that's the idea here. We bring a teaching every week, and... Uh, this week we have a guest teacher who I'm very honored to have, 
Venus Rodriguez from Sunnyside, Washington. So go ahead. I'm just going to sit here and uh, enjoy what you have to share. Thank you. Awesome. And Matt, once again, thank you. It's an honor and a privilege to be here to partner with you uh, today uh, for this ministry. And of course, the topic is what is purpose. But before I do that, let me just open in a quick prayer and then we'll just go straight into the teaching. Amen. Abba Father, we just give you glory and praise and honor for this day. We thank you that you fashioned us for purpose. You created us for purpose, for a call and a destiny. And Lord, we thank you that we are a word out of your mouth. And I thank you that every person matters, Lord God. Every person matters. I thank you that you love us, that you see us, and that you formed us, and each of us are fearfully and wonderfully made. And Lord, I just ask as we come to the table to break bread, that you would anoint these lips, Father God. I set myself aside, Father, and I ask you, Holy Spirit, to just take over these airwaves. In Jesus' name, amen. So, what is purpose? The definition of purpose is this. If you have a pen, write it down. The reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Isn't that good? I would like to ask you a simple question. And here's the question. I want you to ask yourself this. Why am I here? Why are you here on this earth? Why were you born? If you really think about it and, and really bring it to heart and bring it to the Lord, you will discover the answer to the question and it should point to your purpose. God's purpose for your life is more than what you can think or even imagine. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9 states it this way. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Who's declaring this? God, your creator, is declaring this over you. Amen. In this passage, the word thoughts in Hebrew I know I'm going to chop this up, you all. I can't, I can't speak Hebrew, but I'm going to do my best. The word thoughts in Hebrew is this. Maha, mahaba, M-A-K-H-A-S-H-A-W-B-A-W. Meaning purpose, plan, invention. You are God's plan with a purpose. <laughs> Amen. So you could read this verse like this. For my purpose is not your plan. Amen. Let's take a look at the word your ways in this in this verse still. The Hebrew word is deherek, deherek, meaning journey, path, direction, course of life, moral character. So you could say, you could say it like this, your purpose is the way. Walk in it. Amen. Once again, I would like to point out your, your journey, path, direction, course of life will not top what God has already purposed for your life. When we do not understand purpose, we can fall for the lies that, that come against us. And I'm going to give you some examples because these were lies that I 
turned an ear to the enemy in my own life. And this, these are the lies that I listened to for a very long time, that my life did not matter. And because of that, I try to take my life, that I was a nobody because of the home I came from. People talked down to me and I began to think that I was a nobody and I could never amount to anything. And then when I became a Christian, the lie the enemy used was God can't use you because he would remind me of my past. It is so important to renew our minds daily and have a, a clear understanding of purpose. I want to read uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. What this passage means is look at your life through the lens of God's word and through the Holy Spirit rather than through the lens of your experiences, your um, woundedness, your trauma, or other people's opinions. When I first became a Christian, that was me. I was looking in the lens of other people and not how God saw me. And when you reverse those lens, when you take off those old lens and put on the lenses of Christ, you will see yourself as a whole new person. We can forfeit. We can forfeit our purpose, you all. You need to understand that we can forfeit purpose by the lack of knowledge. Hosea 4, 6 says it this way. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. And the word destroyed in Hebrew is dahma, means to cut off, perish, bring to silence, undone. You do not want to destroy your purpose. I want you to understand that you are valuable to the kingdom. You don't under, I mean, I didn't even understand how valuable I was to the kingdom. But you know who understands? The enemy. And that's why he will try to blind you and stop you of your purpose. I know it to be personal. He, he did it to me for a time. Another, another, and the word knowledge here is, once again, my Hebrew I cannot pronounce very well, but I'll try my best. The word knowledge in Hebrew is Dahath is means perception and discernment, understanding, wisdom. But if you lack it, you will become unaware of your purpose. Without understanding of your purpose, you will not connect the way you should with those around you or have any impact on this earth. If you can understand your purpose, you will unlock all the potential that God placed inside of you. The word of God is the best insight into your purpose. So I encourage you, if you're not reading your Bible, to start reading your Bible today because there's so much information on how he, why he created you. And there's so many keys and so many promises that belong to you. And Romans 8, 28 reads this. And we know that for those who love God, all, Things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. And if you like to highlight or underline like I do in my Bible, I would definitely highlight all and called. 
God is saying he is willing to work with you to discover your purpose. He already knows it, but will assist you in discovering it for yourself. God is a gentleman. He will not force it on you. Only if you are willing to meet him in this and understanding why you were created. The word purpose in this verse is prothesis, meaning a setting forth of a thing, placing it, placing of it in view, proposal, intention, exposed before God. Isn't that beautiful? You have been called to purpose, invited by Yahweh, the creator, the living God, to live it out, selected and appointed. You have the purpose of the kingdom through Jesus Christ and the help of the Holy Spirit. You've been handpicked for such a time as this. You were not an accident. That's another lie I had believed for a very long time. And so I just right now just pray and ask the Father to break down that lie that you are not valued and that you are not a mistake because you were formed and fashioned by God himself, your creator, your manufacturer, and you have worth and value and you need to understand that. That wasn't part of the teaching. It's just somebody needed to hear that. Let's take a look at a few people in the Bible living out their purpose. And for the sake of time, I'll let you know the scriptures and you can go back and read them later. If you read Genesis 1, 26 through 28, Adam's purpose was to rule, to be a ruler in the image of his creator, to have dominion and to to reproduce. Now we can jump over to Genesis 12, 1 through 3. And God was telling Abraham his purpose. Abraham carried a nation inside of him. Abraham carried a nation inside of him. I mean, can you imagine if you really sit at the father's feet and and ask him your purpose? Like, it's going to blow your mind away. Abraham, an ordinary man just like you and me, carried a nation inside of him. His purpose was to set out for something new, to be a blessing. And through his purpose and destiny, the fulfillment of the divine plan for all humanity. That is, that is a lot. That is, that is a lot. Exodus 3, 10 through 17, Moses' purpose was to lead Israel out of slavery. Who is God calling you to lead? with the purpose that he's put inside of you to effectively unlock God's purpose for your life involves God and his righteousness before focusing on your own desires. And you can find that in Matthew six thirty three, and I'm going to read it to you, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. God is God and he works all things, including your life and his will and purpose for you. Amen. Your purpose in life existed 
before the foundation of this world. Can you hear me? Did you get that? Your purpose, I'm going to tell you that again, your purpose in life existed before the foundation of this world. Not when you were in your mother's womb, but before the foundation of this world. God approved it. He sealed it. And you came to earth because you were already finished. You need to, somebody needed to get that. You are already finished. God fashioned and purposed you before time. He spoke you into existence and put everything inside of you to walk, to walk out the call and purpose on this earth. You came from heaven and earth is just a dominion for us to walk out the purpose and call. He purposed you on this earth to fulfill your destiny. Everything came out of God. I hope you can to really wrap your mind around that. It took me a long time. Everything came out of God, including you. When he spoke you, you came to be. <laughs> wow, that should blow somebody's mind right now. He created purpose in you. You have purpose. You need to walk in it. I just pray that under the sound of my voice that right now, Lord, that you would activate that purpose and to the person who's struggling. He placed purpose in you and you have the Holy Spirit to guide you. He sent you a helper. You're not alone, you all. You are not alone. He sent you a helper so you don't have to do it alone. It's not about you. It's all about him. You have to understand. You have to understand that you have the characteristics of your father. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope somebody is getting this. The characteristics of your father is built inside of your spirit, man. Woo, hello. As you begin to believe that you matter, you count, you were born for purpose, and hit is his purpose, just imagine what you can do with that. Write a book, start a podcast, ministry, a business. It is, there is no limit. There's no limit. You can unlock the potential in your life with the keys of the kingdom and begin to complete your destiny. And it all starts with your purpose to have true understanding of your purpose. You will never be happy until you know why you were created. Some of you might be even in a ministry that you're not supposed to be because you're not functioning under uh, what you truly are and you're unhappy. Some of you get up and go to a job. Different, there's different things. It's because you have not linked up to your purpose. And when you truly understand, you will have the joy of the Lord to be your strength. And I'll give you a quick example when I volunteer at, before COVID, obviously, but when I would volunteer at the high school, I, it was every Thursday, like Wednesday came, I was excited. I was happy because I knew I was going to go to the high school and just love on these kids and just be available. But that was part of my purpose. It, it lined up with my purpose and it gave me such joy of the Lord. 
And I, I just couldn't wait to be there at school. If I could be there five days a week, just loving on those kids, I would because it's part of my purpose. And that's what I, what I mean when it says, you will, you will know joy, you will be happy when you're walking out purpose. Finally, I would like to leave you with six examples on how to help to help you with discovering your purpose. I have six things, and I'm pretty sure there's more things. If you talk with Holy Ghost, talk with Abba Father, he will give these outlines for you, and it may look different for some people, but the first and most important thing is go to God in prayer, James 1.5. Number two, the first two are a must. Read the word, Psalms 119.05. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, a light unto my purpose. Determine your gifts and your strength. Journal, write those down. Number four, what is your passion? Asking this question can lead to uncovering purpose. Part of my passion is being available to these students at the high school. So when the school shut down because of COVID, you know, it, you know, it was hard for me, but I pressed through. I found a way to try to be connected to some of these students. Number five, connect with others who can help you. Proverbs eleven fourteen. So um, this is something Matt is doing. He's connecting with me to help me. Amen. And so this is a great example. Number six, something I, I do a lot. Journal. Ask questions. Trust God and he will lead you. I'm going to give you two uh, bonus verses here. Psalms 33, 11. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purpose of his heart through all generations. Not just the first generation or the second, but all generations. Isaiah 14, 24. The Lord Almighty has sworn. Surely as I have planted so it will be, and as I have purposed, so it will stand. You need to understand, this needs to be a, you all need to get into Isaiah 14, 24. You need to chew on it and understand. The Lord Almighty has sworn, surely as I have planned, so it will be, and I have purposed, so it will stand. You were a plan in God's mind. And like I said, you were a word out of his mouth. And when he spoke, he spoke the purpose. And it will stand because whatever God speaks will not come back. It will not come back void. It will not come back void. And purpose and destiny are are not the same. But for man to successfully reach destiny, he must first discover his purpose. We have to understand that purpose is the original intent of a manufacturer. God is not only a king of the universe and the creator of all things, but he is a manufacturer. It is the reason for a product, and we are that product. Every manufacturer has a purpose in mind before going into production, and purpose is the key to life, and without it, life has no meaning. So you are a product of your creator, God, your father. And if you look around this world, this hurting world today, so many people are living below their potential because they have no purpose for life. They have no purpose for life. This where you there's where you see the drug addiction and you know alcoholism, all these things. And we know, you know, a lot of things open the doors for that, but 
when people have no purpose, they don't want to live. This is where suicide uh, takes place. So it's time to read the manual, which is the word of God, your constitutional rights as, as a kingdom child. I would encourage you to, to really get into the word. Um, I just, before I take it over to Matt, I just want to encourage you. Somebody needs to hear this. And also because I'm speaking from experience, do not get ahead of God's plan for your purpose. Like I said, I personally say that because I've been there. And I know for me, God has revealed it in phases or seasons. I like to call them seasons. And I want to give you some advice. Never let a phase or a season define you. Do not let a phase or a season define you. If you never read the book of, of Ruth, and if you have Naomi defined herself in a season and changed her name to Mara, which means bitter, and she almost stayed there, but thank God she had a daughter-in-law to help her pull her out of that. That's why it's so important to have community, to have a tribe, because somebody to hold you accountable, because if they see that you're trying to get stuck in a season or define yourself in that season, they can help bring you out and get you back focused in, in your purpose and your call. You all, we all just started a new year. And I want you to think about it. God has given you this new year to set you free from the old year. <laughs> Hallelujah. For some of you, this new year is, is preparing. It's preparing you to really come into your understanding of purpose, the call, your destiny. So do not start this new year unprepared. And the word had given me uh, planning to plant. We all need to get to the drawing board and start talking to the Lord and have strategic planning. That is a whole different lesson for another day, but I hope you are all blessed with all of this. Back to you, Matt. Okay, this was really good. And I had thought about this a little last night, but it really dawned on me through this teaching. Um, can you stay for a few minutes? We've, we're going to go on a little bit here. And I want to ask you some questions. You're there, right, Venus? Yes, yes. Um, I see that the system we're on, uh, this will get on the show, but that's okay, where your camera was disabled, so your connection to, t it's still recording our voices, your voice, so that connection would still stay strong. So, oh, there you are again. There you are again. But <laughs> either way, um, this was so timely. I was thinking about this and praying about it last night. This is 2022, I'm sorry, I'm tongue-tied, and this, what a great way to start the year on talking about purpose. We all need to have a purpose, right? And yes. I think so many people stumble through life without purpose, and I, I don't mean to add your message at all, but I can't help but think of, I think you might even touched on it the last time you taught this, where in Ephesians, my favorite, probably my favorite New Testament book, Paul talks about, you know, by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves. It's a gift of God. And yet many Christians stop there. They don't go on to the next verse, 
which says we were created unto good works uh, to do them, to have them. And that's what you're talking about. That's what, don't you think that's what purpose in a nutshell is all about, correct? Yes, yes. And Ephesians is a book I love to read myself that I go over and over time again to remind me. And I love it even in, in, in uh, chapter one, it says we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in Christ. So we have everything that we need for the purpose. Right. So what we're talking about here, and I'm not, I'm not trying to brag on either one of us, is we are calling out, I believe, to a group of people to, within the church that are, are not just, um, how would we say it? We don't want you to just be satisfied to go to church every Sunday and sit on the pew. You need to find your purpose and your calling. For some of you, like myself and Venus, that will be some ministry. You might be called uh, to full-time ministry. You might not. I've done a, a bit of both. Some of you are called to start, like she said in, in the podcast here, businesses that God's anointed you to start. I know uh, you, you might want to touch on it a little bit. Um, I think it's probably a God thing when I've been praying for you. You shared with me last night or the other day that um, your husband is uh, going, to, going to be purchasing a business and, in the community there. So that's probably one of his callings, right? One of his purposes, wouldn't you say? Yes, it is. I believe that when the Lord created my husband, he created him to be a businessman. We actually, he just has a, you know, a stirring uh for that. And some years ago, he's just like, you know, I want to, I don't want to always be working for somebody. I want to own my own business. And, um, about three, three or four years ago, we just started praying and asking the Lord what that looked like. And, um, there was a couple of people who actually came to me and were like, Hey, um, I, I know a lot of small business owners in my community. And two of them had, uh, approached me and said, would you like to partner with me and, and be, you know, 50, 50 owner. And it was, somewhat exciting to, to hear that. But, um, I brought it to my husband I prayed. I said, you know, even though they're asking me, you can do this because my, my whole thing is I, I just want to do ministry. I want to be freed up for the Lord. And so, um, we prayed about it and the Lord said no. And, um, my mm. husband does little things here and there sometimes, and I could see that in him. And so, uh, this past summer, the company that he works for that he's worked for for 21 years and he manages it. The owner is just like, I want to retire. I don't want to be doing this anymore. He's like, you know, would you like to purchase it or I'm just going to, you know, shut it down. And so we really felt that this is something that God wanted. He's, he knows the business. And of course there's some, a few things that he needs to learn, but we are, we're in no hurry neither is the owner. And so we're just, you know, taking the steps on what we have to do. And, and so I believe it's going to be a great ministry for him, uh, for a lot of that he will be, you know, he goes to different dairies around the Valley. Um, and I believe he'll get to know some of the owners and they're just going to see something different about him and the way he, he carries mm -hmm. himself in business and, uh, I believe that they're going to see the favor and the grace of God upon him, and they're going to want to know. I know me personally, you know, right. there's a lot of he, dairy he, men. His, right. Go ahead. His name is Adrian, right? Yes. His, uh, your husband's name is Adrian, right? I yes. like what you said, because that's what I really want to emphasize. Uh, and, and I believe Venus, is, she feels the same way. 
Yes, some of us are called to, you know, full-time ministry, to teach, to preach, to do different things, to be at the high school and work with children and all of that. But God God anoints people for things like Adrian's doing, and he's just as much for that as, you know, whether you're preaching the Word or not. That's not to say, I've taught here before, I think every Christian that's been a Christian for some time should be able to share from the Word of God, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's your main gifting to be preaching and teaching. And God's going to use Adrian, I believe, and I'm going to pray into this before we leave here, uh, around the community. Um, I think the sunny side, when I think about that, I always think that there's a, you know, God's light is in that valley, and it's going to be spreading through Adrian, and people will get to know Venus and what they do here through that. And yeah, whatever God has called you to do, you said in the beginning, your purpose existed before the foundation of the world. I think that's beautiful. And I think that God brought you and Adrian together. Uh, You kind of are more the teacher uh, in the front there that way. But he's, you know, I see that he, you also said he likes sports and he works with kids with basketball. God's going to use all that. I just really think that's a great combination. Um, does that make sense to you? Yes. And he also, um, he when he was younger, he was in a Spanish band. So um, he plays percussions. Oh. He plays the drums. So at when He's, we were in church, he was for many years um, part of the worship team. And so um, he... You know, he has an ear for music, and so, yeah. Amen. I just want to make sure that people understand, and I, I know you you weren't talking that way, but that people understand that your purpose, uh, what God is calling you to, if, if you don't, oh, I'm not like Matt, I'm not like Venus, I'm not like these other people I hear Sunday morning preaching, uh, I guess, you know, what purpose do I have in the kingdom? Everybody has a purpose. That you know, and it's fitted to you for perfect for you. Um, the other thing um, I like too is you said my purpose in the beginning is not your plan, and I think that a lot of a lot of people miss their they miss that for their whole life. Even Christian people, like I said, they get saved and maybe they just sit in church, but that's not our purpose. My purpose is not your plan. He has a plan marked out for us. Um, I can't emphasize that enough. And 2022 is a good, I think it'll be a good year to find your purpose. I think one of the Hebrew meanings is to arouse, to incite, to excite. And that's what we're, you know, in the spirit, that's what I want to see done here today through this podcast. We can't, you know, put, what, what would you say, Venus? We can't push people, you know, with our own excitement, our flesh, but it has to be a God-breathed thing, so... It does. What do you think? Um, It's true. You can't lead a horse to water and and make him drink it. And, you know, you can't, you have to want it, you know, just like somebody in addiction. And when the family sees them, you know, wasting away and know that, you know, they don't want their life to end and they want them to go and get help. If they're forced, it's not going to work. You have to be willing to be submissive to the Lord and line up with his will for your life for it to work. Does that make sense? The other thing I liked, I'm I'm picking out different things here. I like this thing uh, where you said we each carry within our own spiritual DNA. Well, even before you're like, 
I guess one man of God would say, when you're a pre-Christian, you still have it built in your DNA, the character of the Father. And all of us have that. And I think that's, you know, something we can draw upon. God has created us in His image, in His likeness, and and we were put on this planet for uh, to have purposes, to have meaning. So, uh, what a way to start the year. Uh, could you read again, I love this scripture, this Isaiah fourteen twenty four. Can you read that? Do you have that Isaiah fourteen twenty four. I should have looked it up. Um, I that had was it... uh, about me. Yeah. No, oh, the 1424. Did I read that one? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I, I have that's Isaiah. One. I have Isaiah. Two... Oh, I sa- okay. Did the, I say it wrong? One. No, 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 no. I think you have. Let me look. I have it in here. Um, I, I meant Isaiah 1424, right? We want to read that yes, again. Yes, That's yes, a, yes, yes. Isaiah 1424. The Lord Almighty has sworn. I just I just love that. I love it. Isn't it awesome? The Lord Almighty yeah. has sworn. Surely as I have planted, so it will be. And as I have purposed, so it will stand. You all need to understand it in another mm. scripture. When the Lord swore, he swore to himself. And it, there's another scripture about that. And I, I think it's in Psalms. I can't remember, but I think it's so beautiful. So when we read this, we have to think and know that when the Lord Almighty has sworn, he's sworn to himself. I, I just, this is a, this right. is a good scripture. Mm-hmm. There is I love a, that scripture. I think that's a good scripture for, for people like you said, Type that out and put it above your desk, or put it where you can see it, right? Yes, I am a note. I'm a um, note type of girl. I put post-its all over the place. <laughs> and there's another I one. I think that you know. I think. Go ahead. There is another scripture, actually, in Isaiah, uh, in the book of Isaiah, and this is one that's for fine the, for the coming new year. And I think I read it to you last night. I I believe, but it's in Isaiah. Uh, 43, 19, it says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make mm. a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Come on. Mm. I mean, mm. these two coming together. Read those two together. And <laughs> let me tell you, somebody should be shouting out, God is good. And how just to start the new year, behold, I will do a new thing. Yes. Lord. Yes. It is a new year, and it's time for new new things in God. Um, I just can't. I, I sometime will. I'll have to dissect this, or you will. I loved what you said, and it got me to thinking because I'm a word person. Person, purpose and destiny are not exactly the same. However, you will never reach your destiny unless you first find your purpose. Don't you believe? To me, destiny, when I think of the word, I'm going to have to look it up today, because I'm a word person, must um, be related to destination, right? Yes. Don't you think? I don't yes. know for sure. But that's how I see it. You got to, you know, with purpose, you can reach your destiny or your destination. Um, and it's so sad to say that sometimes when we go to the grave, a lot of people's purposes, purpose died with them. You know, they didn't reach their full potential. And sometimes it's for the lack of knowledge. Now, then there's some who do go home to glory and they did finish the race because it says so in the word that we should finish the race. And so 
I know I ain't going until I finish the race. And I just wanted to add too to this, you know, how you said about, you know, some Christians when they're sit, you know, when they're saved, they sit in the pew. And other times I've seen Christians say, well, I can't wait until God comes. I can't wait until a rapture. Or I can't wait to go home. They're excited to go to heaven. I would have, right. I can't agree with that. I can't because I know there's no. so much work to be done. And I don't want to give up my purpose or my destiny until it's until it reached its destination. And if that's when I'm a hundred years old, then so be it. I will keep on speaking to you know for the Lord and about his kingdom until my destiny has been completed and not even before. And so we have to be careful what we say right. because people will speak that out of their mouth. Well, I can't wait to go home. I can't wait to go home. It's just like Yes, we do come from from a, a heavenly from a you know from a kingdom not of this world, but God put us here for a purpose, for a reason, for a destination, and we do miss that so much because we see all of the stuff going around us, and we can't be our eyes can't be focused on it. We have to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, right? So we can have that fire and that joy to continue on that journey to that destination. Amen. Well, let's let's do this. Let's kind of wrap this up. I'm thinking about how we could wrap this up here. There's so many beautiful points you brought. And you know, you 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 I really emphasize cuz I love that verse. I think as much as anything you shared, Isaiah 14:24 about God has a purpose for us. He's got a definite purpose. And uh we read about how um that purpose existed uh when you were like an idea in his mind and heart, creating you in, in your mother's womb, all of us. And yet, you also said, my purpose is not your plan. Man's purpose in his own mind, in his own heart, is not God's way. Our thoughts, our ways are not his ways. I guess what I'm saying is there's two sides to this. Yes, he has a destiny. He has a purpose. He has a plan for us. That's wonderful. Um, but unless you say yes today in your heart and mind, and decide to follow that purpose and plan, that won't happen for you. And I'm not saying that, how do I want to say this, Venus? I don't want to say that, um, oh, if I follow God, then I won't have any fun and I won't be able to do what I want to do. I don't think that's the way God is. I think that part of that is going to encompass what you love. And you mentioned it in your five points, uh, what you're passionate about. See, I don't think God's going to set you down with a purpose and a plan that's going to be something that you dislike or hate. You know, I just don't feel that way. And yet you still, yes, he's got a purpose and a plan. Let's not forget that. But it's not something that's sovereign. His purpose and plan, we have the more sure word of prophecy in the Bible. Um, I have a notebook, and so probably does Venus, of words that God has spoken over me. But unless I, I partner with him and walk it out together with him and um, partner with him to walk in the sure word of prophecy, those things will not be done in my life. So uh, I hope that makes sense for you, um, Venus, and everyone else. And if you have some comments, I that's fine. I'm just trying to pull this all together for everyone. Yes, I um, I just want to just kind of piggyback on what you just said, where we we, we where we think, oh, it's not going to be fun. You know, when I was a teenager because of circumstances, you know, growing up the way I did, and maybe one day I'll share my testimony with you all. But um, part of it is, you know, I came, my mother was a very wild, loose woman. 
drug addict, alcoholic. Mm. So she partied a lot. And so, um, although I didn't, I, for a very young age, I did not want to be like my mom. I put it in my mind that I will never be like my mom. Praise be to God. She's saved. <laughs> she is a believer. Amen. And so, but you mm-hmm. know, in my younger years, I did party. I was a, I was a social person. I, I talked a lot and, you know, and, um, and so that kind of got to high school and got into the party crowd and, you know, thought I was having fun and so forth. But when I came to know the Lord, you know, I hosted a lot, you know, I had a lot of fellowship. So that partying scene turned into a, a way that uh, God still used that part of me, but in a different way. I, uh, you know, I host things at my home. I open up my door for people to come in. We have game nights, we have fellowship nights, worship nights, you know, it's, it's still a group of people coming together. We're just partying for Jesus. Amen. And God just found different ways for me to have fun. Um, you know, I have the privilege to hang out with young people and they, they make me feel young. And although I don't, you know, I don't let their environment change who I am in Christ, you, I, you know, I'm, my purpose is to go in and be the atmosphere changer, but I can still have fun with them in a positive way. And, and I can still share with them in ways and turn the old ways into God ways. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. So let's uh, let's go ahead and um, I'm going to let you pray for us. Uh, and then after we're done here, I'll talk to you again when I stop the recording. But um, why don't you pray for our uh, Kingdom Corner podcast devotees, as I call them, <laughs> those that come today, tomorrow and in the future to hear what you shared. All right. Well, before I close in prayer, I, I looked up the, the definition dictionary of destiny and I'll just read it. Um, ah, sometimes thank I, you. Okay. Sometimes I like to go in with biblically what it says, but this is just the regular dictionary. It says the events that will necessarily happen to a particular person or thing in the future. The hidden power believed to control what will happen. Hmm. Wow. So I think that's awesome. Amen. It it also means a predetermined course or events. Mm. That's wow. good. That's good. Let us pray. Whew. Father, first and foremost, I just want to thank you for this day, for this time, for this hour that you ordained and set apart. You already knew, Father God, that this day was going to happen even before we did. Father, you know the people who will be listening. And Father, I just want to praise you and thank you for each and every person listening today. We thank you for purpose in their life. We thank you that you're activating it. We thank you that you're putting an unction in their spirit, man, for more of your kingdom, for more of you, for more of what you created them for. I thank you that it will be accomplished, Father God. The purpose that you have predestined in each person will be activated and set forth into motion this day. Lord, we love you. I thank you that no one can come against your plan and your purpose for each person under the sound of my voice because your destiny for their life has been set already. It's been set by your word. And I thank you that your spirit lives in us. 
I yes, thank you that Jesus, Jesus made the way. Yes. God, your purpose and your destiny for us shall come forth in, by faith in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that you will open the eyes of our understanding this day and give us clarity, mm. give us insight. And for those whom, who, under the sound of my voice, have been struggling with the relationship with Jesus, may they rededicate their life to you and say, I'm done doing it my way. Here I am, Lord. Here mm. I am. Have your way in yes. me and through me. Father, I thank you. I thank you that you're going to begin to speak purpose, that you're going to just by words, mm. that people are going to start to just hear, even if it's just one word or a phrase, that they'll be able to catch that and yes. run with it. Go to the drawing board, Father God, and link up with you first and foremost. Father, I pray that you would bring godly men and women around these people who are struggling with their purpose. Father, they're not called mm. to struggle. But that you would give them the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and revelation, and discernment, O oh Lord. Activate that right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for this time, O oh Lord. I thank you for your Amen. children. I thank you Amen. for your people. I thank you that you know their name. You set them apart, and you call them by name, O oh Lord. They are not yes. hidden, O oh Lord. Yes. You fashioned mm. them. You formed them. Mm. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We praise you that they are perfectly made yes, Jesus. in your image, O oh Lord. Mm. We are not junk. We are not junk. That is the lie of the enemy. We will not be tossed there for yes, Father God. Lord. We will know. We will know today, Father God. May each person have a personal encounter mm. with you today. May you show up so real yes, in their Jesus. life, Father God. Lord, help them to, yes, un to uncover the purpose of Father God, for their life. And once again, if they're struggling, it says that Amen. they can just call on your name, O oh Lord. Just call on the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. Yes. I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we Amen. break any chains right now. Father, we ask that you would set the captives free from their mind, from the way they're thinking, that you would give them a new mind, a new way of thinking that you will let them know that they are the apple of your eye, that you love them with an everlasting love. And they have been made mm. perfect, oh Lord. Yes, Lord. They have been made perfect. They are perfect. Even when we don't feel like it, Lord God. We are a jewel in Yahweh's crown. Mm. And we give you glory and praise for yes, that. In Jesus. Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Venus. Um, we just pray blessing upon you and Adrian over there in Sunnyside. I think you're going to have a temple of light over there, which will, the Lord is going to just shine bright out of. People will be drawn over there. As I said in the show notes, we'll have how you can get a hold of Venus. If you're in Washington and you're that part of the state, I'm sure they'd, glad, they'd be gladly have you at their home and at their meetings. So having said that, just thank you so much, Venus. You shared so much, just such a feast for the people that come here. And uh, I'm so excited. So thank you. God bless you and Adrian. Thank you. I receive that in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us for another great discussion on The Kingdom Corner, hosted by Matt Guybe. Remember to click the subscribe button so you can be notified of each new episode as it's released. To enjoy an even deeper dive into God's Word, check out Matt's new devotional book, Searching for Significance, a devotional journey through the book of Ecclesiastes. Learn more and even hear from Matt himself on the devotional website, significanceacademy.com. As always, thank you for being a part of the Kingdom Corner.